Well, today we're going to be doing something just a little bit different. We like to do this every year at the end of the year where we just take a Sunday and we look back at all of the awesome things that God has done in the previous year. How many of you guys have noticed that 2020 was a little different? Anybody agree? All right. Now, is this a brave move, okay? How many of you guys are like, okay, I'm ready for 2020 to be over? Okay, how many of you guys are ready for that? Now, how many of you guys are a little more pessimistic and you're thinking, is the new year really going to be any different, right? Will you be honest? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Well, you know, church looked a little different this year, right? We all noticed. But you know what? God still did incredible things. God still did amazing things. And so today we just want to take a minute and look back and celebrate all of those things that God did in us, through us, with us, all of those things. And so I'm going to read you guys Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 and verses 8. It says, Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow for you are united with the whole anointed one. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. This is such an important verse as, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, because it is easy to not fix our, our thoughts on these things, right? It's a lot easier to fix our thoughts on everything else that's happening in the world, on negative things that might be happening in your personal life, on worries, on stress, on whatever, right? But the Bible literally tells us that we need to fasten, fix, right? Focus on things that are authentic, real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, merciful, kind, Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. And that's really what we want to do in the next few minutes as we, as we reflect back on everything that God did is we want to just fix our thoughts on, man, God did some amazing things this year. And the cool thing that when you do that, when you look back and you remember all of the things that God has done in the past for you, it gives you hope for what he's going to do in the future, Right? Um, Well, we started off last year, 2020, no one knew that that was going to almost become like a curse word, 2020, but we started off, it was, we started off with a series on habits, right? We were talking all about habits, how to instill good habits in your life. Hopefully you really listened to that series and it helped you through the year, right? How many of you guys were here for that series? Anybody in the room? And then the next month we started a series about a book study on the book of Acts, all about peculiar people, how to become these peculiar people, and that was an awesome time. And then little did we know, but March 8th was our very last Sunday ever in the movie theater as a church. None of us knew that, right? None of us knew that. You guys are cheering. (laughs) Yeah, that is exciting. Um, Someone's still sticking to the floor there. Yeah, we still have gum remnants on our feet from being there. Yeah, (laughs) but we we didn't know March 8th was the last time as a church we were going to be inside of that movie theater. In fact, we were all um, gearing up for the next Sunday, which was our our, um, birthday, right? Joy Church's fourth birthday. And we we didn't know that everything was going to to shut down, that we weren't going to be able to meet together for a little while. But what's really cool is during that time when we weren't meeting together, some really awesome things were happening here in this building. And so um, we're going to watch 
a video right now highlighting all of the awesome things. Awesome. How cool is that? So cool to see everything that God has done this year. Man, awesome to be here in our new home. And uh, yeah, we were joking about the movie theater, but that was a great home too. It was exciting. Every place has been awesome on the journey. Want to say welcome to everybody online. I know Bethany said hi to you guys before, but we're excited to be all together. A couple of cool numbers on this project. Uh, some stats. How many stat heads do we have here? That You're like the person that knows everybody's stats from like 1974, Boston Red Sox. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's not me, but, well, kind of is. With Oregon Ducks, I'm that way. I was happy to see all the Oregon Ducks shirts and, and gear in that uh, video. That was, we represented well. It's a good place. So uh, in the building, 26,000 square feet of removed and repurposed insulation. That's pretty cool. So if you remember, the previous uh, status of this building, there was like a drop ceiling, and that was where the insulation was. So when we discovered these really cool glue lamp beams and wanted to open up the ceilings in here, we, we realized, well, we need to insulate the building. Otherwise, it's just going to be a refrigerator uh, or an oven because it's a big concrete shell. So we actually put insulation on top of the roof. So it's an insulated roof. But all that insulation was actually in good shape on top of the drop ceiling. And so our own dearly uh, beloved, not dearly departed, but beloved Greg, <laughs> very much with us in the flesh. Yes, he created a machine. What was the name of it? Did you have any name for it? Dasso Fine Machine, <laughs> the insulator, the, the, anyways, this machine he, he, he created, it took the insulation in it and it went through and it wrapped it into plastic so we could store it and repurpose it. So now it's in the walls around us. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there were 1,404 two by six beams installed by hand, every single one individually in the ceiling. So if you look up, uh, those online, you have to just imagine, use your imaginations, uh, and all the new wood that you see, those two by sixes, those were, 1,404 of those were installed in the ceiling to make sure that that ceiling stays a ceiling and not a floor, uh, which is appreciated. 40 trailers or dumpsters of debris was hauled away in the project, which is not impressive to us because we haul away at least that much out of our kids' rooms every time we help them clean it up. So all the parents understand what I mean, yes. I think we actually took that amount of just paper, like paper products that Evie was doing art projects with out, yeah. Uh, thanks for the courtesy laugh. Uh, I know the people online are laughing uproariously right now. Uh, 33,284 square feet of wallboard installed, plastered, and painted. Very cool. And you could see Gary the Magician Frost was up on his stilts. I witnessed that. It is a sight to behold. It's pretty cool him going around on those bad boys. And what did Penny say? When Penny saw him, she said, I got to get some of those. <laughs> Pretty awesome. 102 different people volunteered at Skate World here in the project to, on the building. Awesome. 317 people or families uh, represented gave to the project for the building. Pretty awesome. Yeah, praise God. And then uh, even though we're so excited to be in our, our building, you know, because of the shutdown and things, it, it, God used it to open up some doors uh, one of the things that God opened up was our ability to live stream and reach uh, even more people than could even just be in the in-person service. And we're still live streaming right now, which is exciting. So we did 77 different live streams since March. Pretty cool. 
Uh, listen to this, though. This is cool. Joy Church reached 1,404, the exact same number of beams installed in the ceiling. Joy Church reached 1,404 different homes. Uh, yes, pretty awesome, including 11 countries and 48 states our services went into. We're not sure. <laughs> pretty awesome. We're really not sure the two states that um, totally disregarded us. We're not sure. We tried to find out, but we're not sure. I think it's probably Washington, because that's where the Huskies are. And they, yeah, but I don't know. That's just a speculation. We love Washington, too. Maybe. Our services were streamed 24,218 times for a total of three, 348,855 minutes viewed. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, did you did you put on those pictures? Did I miss them of the live stream? We have some sweet little pictures of people watching the live stream, which are super fun. A <laughs> dog wants in on it. I love this one. It's my favorite one. So cool. And then our live stream was so good, even dogs enjoyed it. Yeah. What was really cool this year? Something that we all the food jokes the dogs liked. Um, what was really cool this year, a new opportunity for us, was that our Easter service, which we weren't expecting to not be able to be in person for, but we've never done this before. We actually broadcast our Easter service on Fox. So that was really awesome. How many of you guys switched over to Fox this year to, to watch the service? That was really cool. And right when it ended, it was kind of abrupt, and there was a funny commercial right after. It was like, it was really, it was really fun. But that was viewed just the Fox broadcast was viewed in over a, a thousand households. So that was really, really cool. Our, our Joy Kids team handed out over 60 Easter kits with crafts and candy in them for the different families. Um, our Joy Kids teachers put together this awesome uh, collage just telling all the kids that we missed them. It was, that was really special. We did drive-through events for Mother's Day and Father's Day. Um, raise your hand if you came to our drive-through Mother's Day event. Yeah, you got a free Italian soda. I'm not even going to ask you if you came to the Father's Day because... That one was poorly attended. We, we had a lot of beef jerky left over. Yeah, no one was sad. Over the summer, we um, hosted 11 services in the park. We started meeting in the park, right? That was fun. Raise your hand if you came to one of those services. Yeah, that was awesome. Is this your turn? Yes. Sorry. No, that was good. I think you say it better than me, so yeah. So uh, we love to serve as a church. You guys know that our, one of our values is serving. We love to serve our community. And 43 of us, we'll put the picture up, 43 of us served at Shasta Middle School. Really awesome. And we're going to be back there again next summer. So I want to invite more of, of you guys to come and, and be a part of that. It's so cool. Um, also, just as a church, we're, we love to, to give into our community and serve uh, people that are in need or, or help out with, with needs that are there. And so we actually donated 40 backpacks to Shasta Middle School for kids and families in need, which is really awesome. 40 backpacks full of school supplies. Um, I don't know what else was in them. I only took two for myself, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I didn't. All right. Um, uh, at Halloween, our kids team and other volunteers served 80 to 100 cars through the Halloween drive-thru, giving out candy and sharing the love of Jesus. Uh, we, Bethany and I were actually driving back 
from a trip. And so we were kind of, I think we were getting ready to cross over the, uh, was it Siskiyou's, the peak there coming into the Rogue Valley. And Becca called Bethany and was like, there's a hundred cars or something like wrapped around the background, so, uh, the, the block. So we said, go buy more candy. And they did a great job serving. That was awesome. And then uh, just to give some kudos to our kids team and specifically uh, Pastor Becca and uh, Nate, they did 32 live stream kids story times this year. Yeah. Way to go. And I'm making sure I'm not, I'm, no, I'm good, right? I'm not stealing your time. Okay. Uh, we also gave 36 Thanksgiving boxes of food for families in our community. So really cool. Um, we had 381 different people attend a joy group in person or via Zoom in 2020. That's pretty awesome. It's a huge amount. 167 people served in some capacity, whether in a service or served in the community uh, from Joy Church. Um, we are 301 people, or sometimes that represents a whole family, gave money to support Joy Church in 2020. We had 87 welcome cards, so people wanting to join the church, wanting to join Joy Church as their home, uh, filled out in 2020. And we had 38 people fill out an I Have Decided card, which is super awesome. Um, that's really cool. I was, I was a little bit, when I saw that number, I was a little bit like, oh no, because <laughs> usually, honestly, our number has been a lot higher in years past, but you know, that represents 38 individuals whose lives are forever changed because they encountered Jesus Christ, which is so amazing, and we're believing for more for next year, right? Absolutely. Awesome. One other really cool thing is that our own Lori Harpam wrote and published a book this year, too, actually. <laughs> Yeah. So exciting. So we wanted to encourage everybody. You can get it on Amazon. And she didn't know we were going to do this, but The King's Proposal. And then you have your other book, which is The Story, right? The, the Proposal. Yeah, and it's a, a story and a journey through the whole Bible. And it's really exciting. And it's awesome. I read it. I loved it. And it'll really help you follow Jesus in 2021. So jump all over that. Really exciting. And Bethany? <laughs> we, we wanted to highlight that because... That is an amazing accomplishment, writing a whole book. And Lori's not the kind of person that will tell us, <laughs> you know, but most of us, most of us wouldn't brag about what we've done, but that's such an incredible accomplishment. And so we wanted to highlight that. But as you guys know, if you've been around for a while, we at Joy Church, we believe in tithing and tithing is when you give the first 10% of your money, you give it back to God. It's just a way of saying, thank you. We realize, I recognize that everything comes from you. And so I give this back to you. And we believe in it so much as a church that we, as a church, we tithe as well. We've done that since the very first moment that anybody gave any money to Joy Church. We, we gave 10% back out of the church. And so what we do is 2% of that we put into a future Joy Church plant fund. So for all of the future Joy Churches that will be planted all around the world, we have a fund just waiting for them to, to be able to invest into that. But then the other 8% we support missions. So we partner with different churches around the world and that's how we give our missions money. And so uh, this year we gave to Fuente del Mundo. That's in, I'm joking because first service they said I didn't say it enough. Yeah. So that's in um, Puebla, Mexico. We gave to Destiny Cristiano. That's in La Paz, Mexico. We gave to New Life Fellowship in Cambodia. 
we gave, we gave to MCF, that's in Liberia, that is Monrovia Christian Fellowship. We gave to Salem Church in Romania. We gave to Mike Silva International, which is an awesome organization that does uh, crusades in mostly Spanish-speaking countries all over. And they support uh, local churches on those crusades and just get enormous amounts of people to follow Jesus. And then um, we also gave to a new organization this year to us, not a new organization, but to us, a new organization we gave to is called Surge. And I'm going to have Jake tell us what that is. Yeah, so Surge is a new energy drink company that we felt like we could really get. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, Surge is a, uh, a church planting organization, and Surge uh, has an organization all across the world, and specifically in, the, in third world nations and developing uh, nations, um, where they can, for $3,000, fund and train a pastor and his family uh, for an entire year to plant a church. So $3,000 through Surge, plants a church, uh, a, a whole church. And so we, as Joy Church, um, we gave one of our months to Surge and planted an entire church uh, one month this year. Yeah, very, very cool. One of the things that, um, just so you guys are, are, are aware, because we like to, this is a, a celebration today about what God has done through this year, but also a window into how we operate and think and, and work as a church, because it's, it's easy to kind of feel like, well, I don't really know what's going on behind the scenes, or what are we really doing as a church, and we want to invite everybody to really understand what we do as a church. You know, some of the greatest impact that we had in 2020, yes, we made a great impact in our community, but God really used our church financially to bless and fund some incredible, fruitful, effective ministries around the world. And uh, I talked about this in first service. I don't know if anybody grew up in church, but a lot of churches, the kind of old school way was you'd have this board on the wall and there'd be about 200 missionaries up there and you know people would give money and every missionary would get like $9.14 a month and some used tea bags. And it was all kind of like really <laughs> spread around the way people would give to missions. And we had just decided from day one that we wanted to partner strategically with some very uh, effective, nation-changing churches and ministries. So what we do is instead of giving, you know, to a hundred different missionary organizations or churches, we've partnered with about 10 to 15 different ones. And so once a month, we pretty much, you know, in our monthly giving, we give all that money to one organization. So for Surge, we were able to plant an entire church. Um, when we give, Bethany's going to talk a little bit about Destino Cristiano, which is Joy Church La Paz. We actually partner with them a few uh, months out of the year because it's creating such a great kingdom impact, planting campuses, uh, spreading the gospel. And so I want you guys to understand what you're a part of is not just, not just being a blessing kind of in a general sense, but actually making a kingdom impact around the world through some really cool, amazing churches that we partner with and amazing organizations. Yeah, like Jake said, um, the Destiny Cristiano Church, in it's really, we call it Joy Church La Paz, <laughs> but um, that's our, our church that Joy Church planted in La Paz, Mexico, and normally most of these churches, we give them one month's worth of that 8%, and, uh, but in La Paz, we give them more than one month's worth, and the reason is, is not just because we're biased, because they're Joy Church, but also because Pastor Jamie there has such an incredible vision. She is full of vision. She is full of expectation. 
And um, it's just really awesome to see. And what they are doing in La Paz is just incredible. And so for us, it's something strategically where we know, man, when we give money there, it it goes, right? God is doing great things in that city. And so we actually asked Jamie to send us a video. And so we're going to watch that right now, just her talking about what has happened in this last year in, in Joy Church La Paz. Hello, this is Jamie Panetta from Destino Cristiano, also known as Joy, Joy La Paz. I'm super excited to be able to talk to you today to give you a little report about what we've been up to in the year 2020. Uh, first of all, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and big thank you for all of your support, your love, your prayers, your kindness. It's been absolutely wonderful, very important to myself and to all of our church members. So thank you for that. And I'm gonna first talk about love. Love has been in the air at Destino. We've had three weddings since August, two more scheduled for early this year. So we will have had five weddings in seven months, which to me is wonderful, considering that COVID has been here. COVID can't stop love, right? Nothing can stop love. And nothing can stop the love of God that I believe is happening um, as it, during this time. People are understanding that they need God's love. Uh, meanwhile, we ha were able to um, feed about 600 families uh, with our uh, food giveaway program at Destino. It was very difficult for the people here in Mexico who like literally lost jobs with no help from the government whatsoever. So we were able to help and that's been a big blessing. And during one of these help moments, we also rediscovered a place called Vista Hermosa. This is the very first place that Jerry and I visited in 2011, our very first missionary journey here. We did hair in a prayer and Jerry went up and cut the hair of the, of the kids and I prayed and it, it was an amazing thing. And that's what actually got into our hearts. Well, since that time, since we've, we've given, we, we did our food giveaway, it's been in my heart to start there again. And I'm very, very excited because I believe God is, is sending us back up there. Uh, right now we have uh, put an offer on some land. Not sure how that will work out, but that doesn't matter because I know that we will be, we will be up there, that we will have some land. Meanwhile, it won't matter. We'll still go up there like we did in Pedregal and we'll plan ourselves and do a Bible study. And eventually Vista Hermosa will be one of our campuses. As you know, we did start Pedregal campus already and that is that was going strong. It still is. The people are still coming to our services um, if they can, if if they are qualifying to come to the services during this COVID. So that's been a blessing as well. Also, we uh, bought land in La Pasión. This is the best thing ever because we're going to go back up there. We're going to go uh, with a group from, uh, it's called Youth with a Mission. You guys probably know who they are. They're coming next week. And we're going to go and we're going to break ground on this land. We're going to start building the sanctuary there. Uh, we're very excited, feeling super blessed. Obviously, we'll start with some Bible studies and we will grow into the idea that, that it's a church, that it's a campus. And so that will mean in the year 2020, uh, we added two more campuses to, um, to Destino's, uh, to Destino Cristiano. So we will have a total of, three campuses. And that's not because we're awesome and amazing. It's because God really, I believe God wants this to happen. He's, I feel God has just opened the opportunities and provided the resources so far. So 
God is, God is, God is so good. We've also started this year, um, something called kids clubs, and we are going to go into all, all many, many areas of the city with these kids clubs. And this is going to be, I think one of our, one of our best ministries ever, because we're inviting kids. It's almost like the good news clubs. And we're just inviting kids to have fun and to learn about Jesus. We've got four going right now, and I can't wait to see what God's going to do with this particular ministry because it's, it's, it's already going like wildfire. So that's what I have to say. <laughs> I thank you so much. One last thing is I do believe that I can call myself bilingual after seven years of struggle and hiccups with my language issues. I, I feel that I can, I can, I can have a conversation and I can understand. So that, that is a big blessing. And I thank you for all your prayers for that because I needed it. That's it right now. I think we're good. And I just want to say one last thing, and that is thank you again. I can't thank you enough. You've been a great blessing to our church. God bless this year coming up, 2021, I think is going to be off the hook. God, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is already at work. He's already doing something amazing. And we're going to be so surprised by all that he's going to show us and teach us and all the new ways we're going to do church. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Isn't that awesome? Man, I love Pastor Jamie. So encouraging and exciting. Um, it's amazing. I, we wanted to play that whole video because she went down to Mexico uh, with her husband, Jerry. He's since gone on to be with Jesus, and she decided to stay there to continue to serve, to continue to lead. She's the pastor of the church. And I wanted you guys to hear her say that after seven years, she's been in Mexico for seven years, planted a church with multiple campuses, seen hundreds and hundreds of people impacted for the gospel, and she just now is getting a handle on the language. And how many of us say, man, I don't know if I can do what God's called me to do. Like if she can go down to Mexico, lose her husband, plant, you know, they planted a church and be learning the language while doing it. And God can use her to, to plant the church and to see it established. You can do everything God's called you to do. Isn't that encouraging? Yeah. And so I'm going to talk about that just a little bit today. And we'll, we'll let you everybody get out of here and beat all the other churches to the best takeout restaurants today. I had to tell that joke one last time in 2020. And I'll tell it many more times in 2021. We, we thought about making a, a, a video. I don't know if Judah's in here. But he was going to make a, a video. And then we are like, it might be too hard to find all the moments where I told the same joke week to week. But... It's hard being a pastor. You have to come up with new jokes all the time. So I do recycle. You know, it saves the environment and also helps my uh, sanity instead of having to write new jokes. I'm just digging myself deeper, but I'm going to keep working through it. I'm going to say amen a few times and I'll remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, I remember now. God can do anything through your life if you'll simply continue to say yes, right? Continue to be faithful. Continue to plant seeds even in the midst of hard times. And so it's really encouraging. You guys, as a church, we... We saw some incredible things here uh, in Eugene, in Springfield, what God did here with us and through us. But I believe even the greater impact happened through us as we impacted the global church. And our vision is not just to see God's kingdom established here, but all around the world. And it's really exciting. So I want to commend you guys on all of that. And I love what Pastor Jamie said where she was talking about the different neighborhoods. So if you're not familiar with La Paz, um, it's kind of like Eugene. We have different neighborhoods, Wit, you know, Santa Clara, there's Springfield, the neighborhoods there. And so she's mentioning these places, Pedregal and uh, La Pasión, uh, Vista Hermosa, Vista Hermosa. How's that? <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> okay. Work on my bilingual uh, as well. Work on that. 
my bilingual. I'm just going to work on speaking English today. Yeah, I'll stick with one <laughs> and then move on. Anyways, it's really exciting as she's talking about Vista Hermosa and saying, you know, maybe this deal that we have to get some land there will work out. Maybe not. But either way, we're going to keep doing what God's called us to do. We're going to keep serving, going to that neighborhood, uh, serving the kids, sharing the gospel. And there's faith. And she said, eventually, we're going to have a campus there. That is the exact spirit and heart of what Joy Church is all about. All about faith and expectation and hope. You know, I don't know for you how good or bad or whatever in between 2020 was, but I do want to say to you that I know that you planted seeds this year of faith. Every day you woke up and served. Every day you woke up and prayed and read your Bible. Every day that you gave. Every time you loved somebody and shared your faith in, uh, in Christ, whether that's through word or in deed or both. You are planting seeds, and maybe you haven't seen the harvest of that, but it's coming. God is always faithful. He's a God of sowing and reaping, which means what? That sounds really religious, but it means planting and harvesting. You know, when farmers out in Harrisburg and out in, you know, the out around here in these areas plant seeds, they don't go, oh no, I lost my seed, right? Farmers are excited to get seeds, right? Okay, thank you. Farmers are excited to get seed in the ground. Why? Because after the time... Of, of being nurtured and watered and, and growing underneath, what happens? It grows, right? That's not a big mystery, okay? So why would we think that in the natural, if that's how it works, that in the spiritual, it wouldn't work the same way? And the reality is it does work that way. That principle is, uh, is mirrored in the spiritual realm that when we plant seeds of faith, we plant seeds of expectation, we plant seeds of service, plant seeds of generosity, that God brings a harvest. And I wanted to encourage you, encourage you with this today. In 2020, we planted a lot of seed as a church. You planted a lot of seed as individuals. And perhaps we, we didn't, and I know we didn't see the full harvest, but what I've been praying, and I want you to join with me in this, is I'm praying that in 2021 and in the years to come that we see an incredible harvest because a lot of churches actually shut their doors in 2020. Sometimes they shut them physically, never to open again. Other times they just shut them spiritually, and it was kind of like, let's go into protection mode. Let's guard ourselves. Let's just try to, let's lay off staff and let's kind of play it safe and let's try to just get through. And I just want you guys to know, Joy Church, we might get knocked down, but we're never a get through type of a church. We're overcomers, come on. We're, we're, we're showing up every day. We didn't shut our doors. Uh, we didn't shut down spiritually. We didn't shut down trying to reach people. We didn't shut down investing in the kingdom of God around the world. And it's not a criticism of other churches. I'm not trying to create an us in them. I'm really not. But I'm just talking about us and our family and who we are and what our values are. And we are here every day to lay our lives down for the kingdom. And we expect that when we plant seeds into the ground, that in faith, there's going to be a harvest. Amen. Come on, I'm preaching good right now. I know it's getting close to ending. Don't worry, I'm not going to ratchet it up more than for a few minutes. But, but I want you to be encouraged that when you plant seeds in faith, God is going to bring a harvest. And, and we didn't shut down. We continued to, to fight. We continued to preach. We continued to serve. We continued to love. We continued to be open. Uh, whether, you know, we tried to be open as much as possible in person. 
but we're open online, open in live stream, and open spiritually, still saying, hey, we're here to proclaim Jesus, we're here to serve, we're here to love people, and you guys did that. And I want you to expect in faith that God is gonna bring a harvest. My prayer, you know, one of the things that was a little bit, um, I'm gonna just be honest with you, I'm a little bit angry about it, is we had, we're celebrating 38 people coming to Jesus, but in 2019, we had hundreds of people come to Jesus at Joy Church. So you go, okay, well, what is, what's the difference there? Well, I'm excited about 38, but I'm not satisfied. I'm excited about 38 people come to, coming to Christ. And there was more than that. Those are just the cards that we had. But I'm absolutely not satisfied. And my prayer has been, God, I'm asking that we, we were, the church around the world suffered greatly during the, the shutdown. We wear masks to protect ourselves from a virus, but in many cases, those masks shut our mouths to the gospel to proclaim to people. And we will not be silenced to proclaim the gospel in the years to come. And my prayer... My prayer, and I want you to join with me in this, I'm not defying against the government, I'm not defying against some virus. The virus is, that's that stupid thing, that's gonna get wiped out, come on. Your life is not over, you're, you know, whatever. It, that's not gonna end us as, a, as humanity, it's not gonna end us as church, it's not gonna end us as a nation, and it's not gonna stop, it absolutely will not stop the church of Jesus Christ, which is on the move and victorious around the world. All right, okay, I, I lied, I am gonna preach a little bit, okay. But my prayer, and I want you to join with me in this, is that in 2021, we would see more people saved in Joy Church and through Joy Church, not necessarily on Sunday mornings. In fact, I don't believe it's gonna just happen through Sunday morning, I know it's not. I, I believe people are gonna be led to Christ through you as disciples of Jesus, sharing your faith in real ways, in your homes, at bus stops, in schools, at workplaces, in restaurants, that as we get set on fire from the inside out and say, you know what? If Jamie can plant a church in Mexico, lose her husband, not even speak Spanish, and God can do incredible things through her, God can use me in Eugene and Springfield, Oregon to share my faith. And I am believing that we're gonna see more people saved in 2021 than we have in all the years combined of Joy Church. From 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20, that this next year we're gonna see more people come to Jesus because I believe in a God of sowing and reaping that we continue to sow, we continue to preach, we continue to love, we continue to serve, we continue to go out into the community and serve a school that wouldn't even be open this year. But we didn't stop, we don't stop because we, we don't stop believing that when seed goes into the ground that a harvest comes. So maybe you haven't seen it yet, but that doesn't mean it's not on its way. Maybe you're like, man, I've been serving in the church. And I've been, I'm not feeling it. No, we don't. It's not about feeling. It's about having faith. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. But I know, and I, I know that God honors his promises. I know that God has a great future and a destiny for our church beyond what we've even seen so far. This is literally just the beginning. And everything we sowed in 2020, including the money we gave, the service, all of it is seed in the ground. And I'm asking God to open the windows of heaven and pour out. I'm believing God for the finances to completely, not just finish our building, but pay it off. That we don't have any debt. Not so we can just sit back and be comfortable as a church, but so we can invest in more Jamie's around the world. So we can plant more joy churches. So we can invest in more surge project to plant churches all around. So we can give more money to Monrovia. So we can give more money to Phnom Penh in Cambodia. So we can give money to the things that, to the heart of God around the world to serve people. Come on, you guys. This is what we're called to do. 
And so we're, we're showing up every day in faith saying, Lord, we believe that you're gonna honor your promise. Now, I know that we can get weary sometimes. Uh, it can get a little discouraging when you're planting a lot of seed and you're not always seeing the harvest. But listen to what Paul said in Galatians chapter six, verse nine. Let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Did you know that it's impossible to lose as a follower of Jesus unless you give up? It's impossible to lose. You go, what about well, sin? The scripture says nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. You know, your sin does not disqualify you because your own righteousness didn't qualify you to know God. The gift of salvation is a gift of grace that you receive by faith. Come on. So no matter how bad you are, have been, or what you're struggling with or what, whatever's going on in your life, Jesus is not letting you go. You only lose if you give up. When you're fighting against sin and you're struggling against sin, you know what that shows you? It shows that the life of Christ is actually alive within you, which is why you feel a struggle. If you were dead completely in your sin, you wouldn't feel it at all. You wouldn't struggle. You hear what I'm saying? So as long as you're still struggling with sin, like the rest of us, that means there's actually some life on the inside and there's a war, like Paul talked about. And you only lose when you give up. If you're struggling in your marriage, if you're struggling in your parenting, if you're struggling in your finances, if you're struggling in any way, as we all do in life, guess what? You don't lose until you give up. So don't give up. Don't grow weary in doing good. Continue to serve. Continue to, to, to put a smile on your face and say, man, the best day without Jesus is not as good as the worst day with Jesus. In him, I am more than a conqueror. Come on, let faith and expectation and hope arise in your heart. God is on the move. I'll finish with this. I love the, the part in the, in the Chronicles of Narnia when they're under the, the, the white witch's spell in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and it's always winter and never Christmas, which is demonic. Come on. We just had Christmas and I overate and enjoyed presents even though I'm 36 year old man, my mom still gives me presents and I'm not ashamed of that, I just receive it. It's like a, it's like a picture of the gospel, we just receive it by grace, right? Just enjoy it even though I don't deserve it. Um, but there's always winter, never Christmas and it seems like it's always gonna be hopeless, it's always gonna be like this, it's always gonna be, gonna be down and I think it feels like that for a lot of people right now in the world. It feels like, man, you know, everything's closed and it's bad and everybody's mad at each other and it's always going to be bad and all that kind of stuff. But in the book, there's a line. They say, you know what? They begin to hear the echo. They begin to hear the sound and they say something. They say, Aslan is on the move. Aslan is on the move. And I just want to tell you right now, though it, you may not perceive it, though you may not feel it, though you may not be tuned in spiritually, Jesus is on the move. Behind the scenes, on top of this thing, I don't care who the president is, the king on the throne is Jesus. You might be excited about one side, disappointed, I don't know, somewhere in between, we all have our politics, it matters, it's important, but guess what? No matter who the president is, no matter who the prime minister is, no matter who the parliament is, no matter who the chief tribe of Wonky Tukapapu is, it doesn't matter. Because Jesus is on the move and he's working and we only lose if we give up. I can never say that again. I don't even know what I said. 
But I want you to grab hold of this attitude of faith and expectation. I'm planting seeds. He's on the move. I'm going to keep sowing in faith. I'm going to keep planting in faith and giving my life for the kingdom of God, believing that he's on the move. And I'm going to see the goodness of God in my days, in my generation. I'm going to see God move. Revival is coming. Revival is not coming. Revival is here, and it's coming through you and I. And I'm excited about this year. Come on. Let's give a shout of praise today. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. Awesome. Man, what, a, what an awesome day and age to be alive and serving God and getting to see what God does. It's a great time to be alive. Great time to be a part of Joy Church. Bethany and I and all the leaders, we love you guys. We appreciate you, every single one of you. You're so dear to us. I don't know where Marla's at. Where's Marla? She's gone. Oh, I was going to tell her I'm sorry because I was passing out or fainting earlier and she was trying to talk to me. What a great servant she is. <laughs> Wanted to tell her, but she left. She got mad and offended. So unfortunately, just teasing her. We love you guys. You're awesome. Can I pray for you? Lord Jesus, I pray for our wonderful church, this beautiful family that we are, Joy Church. God, I'm unabashedly biased that this is an incredible, amazing group of people. Just so humbled by everyone, Lord, those that are here online today, those that are here in the building today, just the service, the love, the prayers, the grace, the goodness, Lord, that they've shown. Lord, the, these are the salt of the earth, the, the city on a hill, these wonderful people. God, bless them. Keep them. Let your face shine upon them. I pray, Lord, as we come out of 2020 and enter a new year, we don't think there's anything specific or unique about a date on a calendar but we do know that as we've planted, even in a hard time, that we will harvest and see your goodness in our generation. And so Lord, we're praying for souls to be saved. We're asking for people to come to know you in a real way this next year. We're asking, Lord, for a great harvest. Lord, we're asking for the finances to complete this building so we can continue to give and be generous as we will around the world to see your kingdom come and your will be done. We pray for our community, our city, that you would bless this place with your presence, with your kingdom. Lord, we thank you for who you are, what you're doing. You are on the move. We put our faith in you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick, just bow your head and close your eyes. I want to give an opportunity if there's anybody in the room today or anybody online joining us, whether live right now as we stream or watching on replay, that would like to put their faith in Christ. Maybe you're here and you have never put your faith in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you have before, but you have not been living for God, you have not been walking with Jesus, I want to give you this opportunity to just have a marked moment, a moment where you say, I'm going to decide, I'm deciding to follow Jesus right now. If that's you, would you raise your hand so I can see anybody here? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And anybody online, you can respond right now. And I just want to ask you to take this small step. Would you pray this prayer with me? And we're all going to pray it together. Let's, let's ask Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. Dear Jesus, I thank you for giving your life for me. Thank you for paying for my sin. Thank you for your grace and mercy revealed to me at the cross where you gave your life for me and made a way for me to be right with God. I give you my life, all the good and bad I laid at your feet and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.